Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing with our series titled, According to the Pattern, and our text scripture is God talking to Moses in Exodus chapter 25, verses 8 through 9. He says, And let them make me a sanctuary, that I may dwell among them, according to all that I show you, that is, the pattern of the tabernacle, and the pattern of all its furnishings. Just so you shall make it. Well, we just finished up on the pattern of the way. That was the first prophetic pattern in the tabernacle of Moses. And now we'll discuss the second prophetic pattern that I call the pattern of the value. The pattern of the value has to do with the value we place on our relationship with God. Do we want just to be saved and forgiven? Or do we want to also serve him as his kingdom as ambassadors? Or do we want even more? to be saved, to serve, and also to know him as he is, to spend time in a personal one-on-one relationship with him. The closer the relationship, the greater the accountability, the greater the value, and the greater the cost. I know many people who say they're saved, but they have very little personal relationship with God. They see no importance in being a part of the body of Christ, his church, and they stay away from any type of serving or giving to his kingdom establishment on the earth. Reading his word has little or no importance, tithing is out of the question, and church attendance is purely optional as long as it does not interfere with personal or family events. They have no commitment and show no faithfulness to him in their daily lives. It's as if believing is just enough, and it's all that they're interested in. I would say that they have an outer court relationship with Jesus. They're saved and they've been water baptized. They're going to heaven. So what more do they need? Well, can you imagine a marriage like that? No commitment, no time, no conversation, no love, no intimacy, just a dry, cold, a you and me, we're supposed to be happy relationship. Some people remain married just for financial reasons. It's too expensive to live alone. Yeah, we live together, but we never talk. Do things together? Well, like what? Well, let's discuss the value of relationship in the tabernacle of Moses. There are three metals within the structure of the tabernacle of Moses. They are brass, silver, and gold. Brass has little value, silver has greater value, and gold is very valuable. The rarest and most durable metal has the greatest value. It's the same with relationships. The good ones, the rarest ones, are the most valuable. The tabernacle was set up from the east to the west, 
beginning with the gate on the east side. And as we travel west from the narrow gate, the outer court is represented by brass. The sanctuary, the first room being the holy place, is represented by silver and gold. And the holy of holies is presented by all gold. Let's start out in the outer court. The outer court within the tabernacle represents sin, the curse, and judgment. We find the brazen altar representing the judgment and the sacrifices for sin, and the brazen labor representing the cleansing of sin. We also see judgment in the fiery serpent of brass. In the book of Numbers, chapter 21, verses 8 through 9, it says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Make a fiery serpent, and set it on a pole. And it shall be that everyone who is bitten, when he looks at it, shall live. So Moses made a bronze serpent, and put it on a pole. And so it was, if a serpent had bitten anyone, when he looked at the bronze serpent, he lived. The bronze serpent on a pole represented Christ becoming sin for us on the tree that we might be healed and delivered. In John chapter 3, verses 14 through 15 says, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And then in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, it says, Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. And I just have to add Galatians chapter 3, verses 13 through 14. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. You see, brass represents the curse. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 23, it says, And your heavens which are over your head shall be bronze, and the earth which is under you shall be iron. Kevin Connor, in his book titled The Tabernacle of Moses, says the outer court is emphatic in its use of brass. Its furniture was of brass, the pillars stood in sockets of brass, and the pins were of brass. Brass is symbolic of the Holy Spirit and his ministry. He is the spirit of judgment. That's out of Isaiah chapter 4, verse 4, and John chapter 16, verses 7 through 9. There are many pictures of brass in connection with judgment. We consider the following. The fiery brazen serpent was constructed in relation to the judgment on sin in the book of Numbers chapter 21. The feet of man were as brass in a furnace out of Daniel chapter 10 and Revelation chapter 10. The heavens were as brass when Israel was disobedient to God's word, out of Deuteronomy chapter 28. And the censers of the sinners against their own souls were made of brass, and they brought judgment upon themselves. And that's from the book of Numbers chapter 16. In our spiritual experience, we begin with brass. That is, sin must first be judged. Conviction of sin... Righteousness and judgment is brought about by the ministry of the Holy Spirit. So let's think, what type of relationship do we have with the Lord? Do we want to go further than just being saved and baptized in water? That would be outer court. It is not entering his sanctuary, the holy place. It is not accepting his baptism with the Holy Spirit 
and being empowered from on high for service. The relationship exists, but is cold and dry, like brass. We cannot enter the holy place without the empowerment. Jesus said, go nowhere until we be endued with power from on high, out of Luke chapter 24 and Acts chapter 1. Even the priests in the tabernacle could not enter the sanctuary for service unless they were clothed properly. In addition, we cannot enter the Holy of Holies without first entering the holy place, the place of service to him and his people. He's not holding us back. It is merely a decision we make ourselves. What do we value the most? How much do we value our relationship with him? Is he first in our lives? How much do we really love God? I hear a lot of talk about God's love for us. I hear a lot of talk about our love for each other. But how much do I hear about our love for him? Or how much do I really love him? The book of Mark, chapter 12, verse 30. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. So what is our relationship with the Lord like? Is it brass? Is it silver and gold together? Or is it all gold? Brass is outer court, being saved and water baptized. Silver and gold is the holy place, and all gold is the holy of holies. Let's read our text scripture again. Exodus chapter 25, verses 8 through 9. And let them make me a sanctuary, that I may dwell among them. According to all that I show you, that is, the pattern of the tabernacle, and the pattern of all its furnishings, just so you shall make it. But if you're like me, we want to go deeper. I want to move out of the outer court and enter into the holy place. Maybe we're just not satisfied with an outer court relationship with God. Maybe we want more. Yes, we're saved from his wrath, and all our transgressions have been removed as far as the east is from the west. That's out of Psalm 103, verse 12. But we have a deep hunger for the Lord, and we want more. We're like the deer that pants, mentioned in Psalm 42, 1. As the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. We want to enter the holy place. Being saved and water baptized is amazing and wonderful, but still not enough. The idea of being a part of his body and serving him and his kingdom on earth is a passion that is not optional. Reading and studying his word, attending church, serving in the helps ministries, giving tithes and offerings, observing the Sabbath, these are all a part of our joy just to be alive. It has nothing to do with works, but it pours out of a heart of praise and thanksgiving for his greatness. Praise and worship is now a part of our everyday life. The baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, the idea of empowerment for service as a second endowment is not an offense, but rather a fascination and a wonder. The gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit become a passion for study and operation. The preaching of the gospel for others to be saved, casting out demons, speaking with new tongues, taking up serpents, which means to take authority over principalities and powers that is not to be confused with the handling of snakes, and living and not dying if we accidentally drink or eat anything deadly, and laying hands on the sick for recovery. All of this being mentioned in the book of Mark, chapter 16, verses 15 through 18. This is what motivates us. We love the ministry of the Holy Spirit, 
his illumination, his guidance, and his power. We love the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, and the discerning of spirits, prophecy, and the working of miracles, gifts of healings. What amazing manifestations of the Spirit to help and assist others, as mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. This is the holy place, the ministry of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, empowered by the Holy Spirit. There's no brass here. The value has increased. This is the place of service to the Lord, bringing the blessings of redemption to others. We could say it this way, we are applying the precious blood of Christ. Kevin Connor, again, in his book on the Tabernacle of Moses, says the holy place is noted for its gold, but the entire structure of the tabernacle was grounded in sockets of silver. Silver is symbolic of atonement money, ransom money, and the price of a soul. It speaks of the redemptive ministry of the Son of God mentioned in Exodus chapter 30. Joseph was sold for silver in Genesis chapter 37. Slaves were sold for silver in Exodus chapter 21. And Jesus was sold for silver in Matthew chapter 27. Well, we're out of time again. We'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.